Welcome listeners. Welcome listeners. You're listening to the Deeds in the Desert. The place where real estate investors tune in for the latest news and available investments at Ignite Funding. If you're on the hunt for a low effort, passive income stream, then turn up that volume and pull out the hammock as we get ready to feed you your weekly dose of real estate investing insights. Welcome and joining us here to the studio, we have two guests from Citywide Land and Development, Preston and Addison. If you guys wouldn't mind giving us a uh, you know 30 second, one minute rendition of who you are, where you've been and why you're here. Well, thanks for having us, Pat. Uh, excited to do uh, Deeds in the Desert here. We've got uh, Citywide Land and Development on, on Slate to talk about today, and that's uh, our development company in West Texas. Uh, Lubbock is our home base, and uh, we've been actually doing business in Lubbock, Texas for the last uh, almost eight years now. So uh, I was doing a lot of back and forth um, from Chicago to Lubbock, Texas. You know, everything sort of took off like a rocket ship. It was a market that was very well insulated from the crash um, of 2008, 2009. And, you know, we just slowly started building in that market and doing fix and flip deals. And it really just exploded overnight. I mean, it, it took maybe uh, 12 to 18 months and I could see the potential of what was happening there. It, it was a market that didn't have the same correction uh, in terms of home values that a lot of the other markets around the country had. So I, I knew it was a place that we really wanted to focus some energy on because of the growth potential there. And that's what kept it uh, very stable throughout that, that uh, 2008, 2009, even 2010 time period when a lot of these other markets were correcting in, in values. Uh, this market stayed very, very stable. So I knew that we wanted to really, you know, get our boots on the ground. And really that's what took us to the land game, right? Where we were looking at not only buying lots from land developers, but actually buying raw land and developing those lots ourselves to get more units on the ground. Great. And so how does, uh, how did you bring Addison into the fold? Well, Addison and I, you know, known each other for uh, over 12 years now. Um, we've worked together, you know, previously we sort of went our directions and then came back together about four years ago now. He brought an integral piece back to, to our puzzle on the financing side of things to help us, I guess, get more capital to be able to do more deals and to be able to increase our volume. Awesome. Yeah, I've been in real estate and finance for, you know, the last 15 years. And, you know, Preston and I, like you mentioned, we had worked to, together previously. Everything we do is build for rent. So we're leasing up property, selling it to an end user or to a fund that wants to acquire uh, in, in mass quantity from us and really taking ourselves to the next level for scalability uh, because we had such an increased demand from our, our current investors and future investors that we needed to offer a more suitable option for financing and to really meet, meet the scale at which we have the demand for. So, gotcha. So is that how Ignite involves into your business model? Yep, absolutely. Not only that, but also just in the professionalism that, that Ignite has and understanding our business makes it really easy for us. You know, you can walk into a bank, um, possibly get a little bit better interest rate and term, but you're going to spend you know, three to four months of your life explaining the deal to them over and over again. Uh, and really in, in our business, you know, time is just as important as 
the actual return itself and you guys provide a, an ease of use that's hard to replicate. Absolutely. I appreciate you saying that. In the real estate market, what markets are you guys currently in? And maybe more importantly, where do you see that evolving over the next maybe three to five years? Uh, currently, we're in Texas. We're in Missouri throughout uh, both states um, and, and certain markets that we find advantages in. Um, as far as the long-term goal for that, before we went full on into Texas, and Preston can tell you, I mean, we're more we're opportunists when it comes to finding uh, growth cycles and, and markets that make sense for acquisition, for you know, labor and material costs that we can pass on wholesale discounts to our investors and and once they're rented up, they make a lot of sense for from a cash flow basis. So where that is going, I think you can throw a rock anywhere in Texas over the next 10 years and you're gonna look at a market that's still growing. And so we're trying to identify additional markets like Missouri, uh, Arkansas, really anywhere. I mean, we've looked in Florida, we've, we've done deals in those markets before, and it's just about when the timing's right for us to jump back in. Gotcha. So it really just comes down to the economies of it, right? If you can rent the property for more than you can uh, own it for, it makes sense on that side of it to have investors come in and, and supply that rental unit for people that are wanting and willing to rent. Uh, right now, you said West Texas is, is one of the big markets, one that we're involved with, with you guys currently. Mm -hmm. Is there something uh, in the kind of nearer term, next year or two, specific markets in Texas you guys are kind of poking around at? Not necessarily you have a deal in already, but something you're kind of interested in? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we're, we're sort of staying where our bread is buttered at this point because we, you know, we've already established ourselves in, uh, in some great markets in Texas. So not only are we in, uh, in Lubbock and know the best areas in Lubbock, you know, we focus on Friendship School District, Cooper School District, because, you know, South Lubbock is, is really where the action's happening. Everything is growing South Lubbock and continues to grow. They're bringing in the new loop. Uh, in South Lubbock. The infrastructure is present in Lubbock, which is is beautiful, to support twice as many people as we have there in, in terms of population right now. And they've, they just passed a $420 million bond in Lubbock Cooper uh, School District to build a new high school, a new middle school, a new elementary school. And they're also partnering up and giving incentives for housing development um, so one of one of the land developers that we work closely with got funds from the city to put up more lots in the Cooper School District because they have to support the schools. Right. So they need more doors, more housing for people living in the Cooper School District to to pay off that four hundred twenty million dollar bond. <laughs> so not only do you have, so, have a home builder wanting to build, but you have uh, government officials that are wanting them to come there. That's yes. kind of unique, isn't it? Well, I mean, that's the beauty of Texas, though, is is it's so business friendly. Right. They they encourage development. They encourage growth, whereas a state like California you know, what's going on there? I mean, would you want to be buying real estate in California right now? Probably not. You know, let's, let's, you know, let's follow the economic drivers as real estate investors, right? We're, we're looking to where we can make appreciation on real estate, right? And so the time, the timing for the growth that's happening right now in states like Texas and Florida is tremendous because of the support from the government, right? Because right. of the things that they're putting in place in order to incentivize businesses moving in, creating jobs, 
creating new schools and, you know, general economics, right? It's mm -hmm. supply versus demand. Right. And so that's, you know, those are the things that we're looking at as we move into new markets. So not only are we in Lubbock, but we're looking at the same things in Midland and Odessa the, around the Permian Basin. We're looking at the same things in Abilene, uh, which is about a two hours east of Lubbock towards Dallas-Fort Worth area. Abilene's a tremendous market as well. They're bringing in a new Lando Lakes cheese factory that's gonna bring in 600 more jobs. They just landed the government contract at Dias Air Force Base for the B-21 bomber. They're bringing in almost a thousand more military and civilian personnel to work on that B-21 bomber. So what do they need? <laughs> they need housing right. and there's not enough of it in these areas. So, you know, those, that's really been our focus is identifying those opportunities and then being able to, to pounce on them when the timing's right. And Ignite has, you know, given us that ability time and time again to, to not have to wait when, when that opportunity is present, we're ready to take advantage of it because, because we have, uh, you know, good people that we work with like you. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. But one thing that you did mention too that I really uh, want to piggyback on is the fact that the municipalities in Lubbock and the, the markets that we do business with are putting their money where their mouth is. They're committed to growth. They're uh, committed to bringing jobs to their city uh, and reinvesting wisely the funds that they earn as a municipality in order to support that growth in schools, in uh, infrastructure for roads, in uh, transportation, I mean, you name it. The other thing that we're taking advantage of in, in Texas, and uh, you know, that's a national thing that's happening right now, is that the Biden administration uh, uh, passed the omnibus spending package. And in, in that spending package, there's a lot of grant money for the energy sector to put that money to work to find clean energy, sources and renewable sources for current production. And so when you have a huge infrastructure like in the Permian Basin, uh, in Midland, in Odessa, in Lubbock, in Pampa, in Abilene, what you have is an existing multi-trillion you know, dollar industry that now just got billions of dollars of grant funds to for free from the government to go back in and uh, basically update all of their technology and bring in brand new jobs in order to support that. Th that's a huge benefit to where we're located in the markets that we're looking at now, because not only are they getting higher, you know, white collar jobs in those areas, but higher cost of living expectations, higher income levels that they can afford, you know, some of the nicer things that you would find in larger metropolitan areas. With all this growth we were talking about over the past few minutes here, how much of that are you guys going to be able to capture? How much product are you guys, have you put out there in the past, say, year? And how much will you be doing in the next year? Well, it depends on how much money you can give us. <laughs> <laughs> so what is that the holdup right now is, is capital? No, uh, not really. I think what, what have we done over the last couple of years? About 400 doors a year. Do and you see that continuing on, 400? We've been growing at about a 20% clip per year. So, I mean, if we're if we're looking at 20% on 400 units from last year, you know, then we're looking at 480. So it's a situation where uh, we don't want to grow too fast because we, you know, we want to make sure that we have the, the very best deals for for our clients. And so and and scalability does become an issue because you're you're under capital constraints. And right now, banks are pulling back right? Mm -hmm. Interest rates have increased. Terms are changing. 
And so when you're going in to get financing on, you know, speculation at this point, right, uh, raw land or lot development, things like that, you know, the banks are are pulling back on those things. Um, they're just they're a little skittish right now because, you know, the market's pretty volatile. Right. And, and we're in an inflationary period. So uh, I think that that will handcuff us a little bit. But the great part about our relationship is that you help us uh, you, you help us weather that. Yeah, hopefully be that bridge for you. And, Absolutely, uh, because we the demand is present. Look, we you know our our clients know that the safest place to put their dollars right now is in hard tangible assets, right? That will protect their dollars and hedge inflation. And that that's the beauty of it for us right now is that we haven't slowed down at all on the sales side. Mm-hmm. Our our clients are coming back time and time again, you know, to to add property to their portfolios, and we get referrals constantly. So it's it's the the growth is not the problem. It's making sure that we have the right deals on the ground and get out in front of that demand. That execution, yes, really got to be able to to execute. You have the idea, the infrastructure, the plan in place, but now it's just a matter of putting that pen to paper and making it work. If you had somebody uh, that was seeking advice from you of of how to get started in real estate. What would you advise them on? What's the best way for somebody that isn't currently invested in real estate to get started? I don't have a long answer for you on that one, Pat. I guess I would just say keep grinding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a matter of just doing the first deal, right? It just, is. Just getting started. It is. The hardest one to do is your first one. Absolutely. It's hard to pull the trigger to, yep. to get involved in investment. It mm-hmm. takes on risk that you're probably not used to, um, but usually yep. it, it's the stepping stone that gets you going. Yeah. So, I mean, it's almost a decade ago, but I can still remember doing my first raw land deal and actually developing lots out myself. And that, that made me nervous, right? It was the first time I had ever, you know, bought raw land, went through engineering, went through the city, went through the entire process of getting those lots on the ground. And, uh, it, it was it was very rewarding in the end, but I will say it was hard to take that first step. Right? <laughs> Always is. <laughs> so perfect. Well, and if our clients want to hear a little bit more about you, where's the best place for them to follow? Follow you, Twitter, website. What, where is it? Uh, SDIRAWealth.com is our website. Uh, and the best way to get a hold of us is my email address, which is just Addison, A D D I S O N, at sdirawealth.com. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you guys stopping by the studio, dropping a little knowledge for our clients and our, our listeners out there. Take care, everyone. Yeah, thanks for your time. Thanks for joining us this week on Deeds in the Desert, where short-term investments meet long-term investors. We hope you enjoyed the content so much that you share it with all your friends. Who doesn't like learning about passive fixed income, right? Still hungry for more education? Visit our website at ignitefunding.com. Or if you're ready to take the leap and start investing, give us a call at 702-761-0000 and schedule a free investor consultation. 